One, two, three. It's Nate and Naheem and Natsu, best friends. And we're live. Hey, besties. Woo. Woo. Hey, guys. I feel like I haven't seen you in so long, Nate. Yeah, it actually has been a while, huh? Because we didn't record last week, and um, I think mm. we've both been pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. The summer. Summer's really busy. But yeah, well, why don't you tell everyone what you've been up to? Um, so not too much of surviving this heat wave, been doing a lot of jujitsu mm-hmm. and working a lot, but my thing lately has been like jewelry. Um, I've been getting into like oh. wearing jewelry lately and I don't actually know if it's a vibe. One of my friends, Miguel, he uh-huh. got into it and it's like all like cheap $6, $10 stuff on Amazon. But, um, mm-hmm. I've been getting a real kick out of like bringing it to parties and stuff like that. One time I yeah. wore this like little bracelet and a guy asked me, is that helmet laying? And I was like so happy because it was actually just six dollars off amazon no it looks really good i think nice. you know there's certain people who like look good with rings like i have like really chubby like small fingers so like i don't like the way it looks but like guys who are wa- rings wings rings and like necklaces who can like pull them off looks really good i, I think it looks good on you thank you i kind of have stubby fingers too most of you guys are audio listeners but like i'm showing my fingers are kind of sausagey but um yeah. no i think i think it matches uh, the one on your right hand he has like a he has two rings on his right hand since you guys mm-hmm. can't see but yeah um nahi what did you do this week oh my gosh so like i have my lsat on saturday and so like i don't know if i ever mentioned on the podcast but like i basically had like an early life crisis and then decided to like go to law school like literally l woods did and just woke up and did that um so my grandparents who are lawyers like did a little boot camp for me so i've been at their place in media which is like the suburby like very white suburban like area um so like i've been waking up at like six o'clock going on like a dog walk with their like old people dog walk team and then studying from like nine to like 10 p.m it's like been crazy but it was like really nice because i haven't seen them like in a long time so I, I think it helped a lot, but it was definitely like really like fun and nostalgic to like be with them again. So mm, that's great. Um, that leads us really into the topic for today, and we're gonna do a nostalgia part two episode today. We had so much fun yes. talking about it last time that we kind of figured there was so much we didn't um, uncover. And speaking mm-hmm. about like boot camps and stuff, Nahi, did you ever have to do like Kumon as a kid or C two? Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, I think I had. Was that C two? Yeah, maybe that was a, a Midwest local thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. But yes, I had to do Kumon for like three years, I think. And it was so funny because yesterday we went to Dim Sum, right? And the Dim Sum place next door had a Kumon. And my mom goes, oh, yeah, Kumon. She's like, did I send you to that? And I'm like, did you send me to that? <laughs> you sent me to like, I had three years of Kumon and being like, I had an older tutor at Kumon too, like the older like Indian moms. And they were so mean to me. Like, I was really good at math, which is good. But the English and, like, reading part, I was, like, lacking in. And, oh, my God, it was, like, torture. I still have my Kumon books and, like, all of my little, like, practice sets and stuff. You're lucky that you didn't have to do that, did no, you? No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't have to do it, luckily. I think my parents, they're more, like, I mean, they moved here when they were, like, six each mm-hmm. i think my mom moved here when she was like five or something but like they're more second geners than anything and so they kind of didn't want me to have that experience it's like mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you had kids you probably wouldn't put them through that would you 
Oh, maybe you would. I, I mean, my, I that's would. Just where, yeah, my, that's where my, my parents were standing. And I mean, like it worked out for me. Like, um, I didn't do any of that prep, but I was, I got, I took like a bunch of AP classes in high school. Dude, I got like mm-hmm. nine fives. I killed it. I studied one day oh, for the SAT. Yeah. I, I, I killed oh it. So God, like, I don't think it was like you. ever necessary. Yeah. Oh wait, well, did you have to do like Hagwon, like for like the schooling for SATs? Like did your parents send you to that? Um, Hagwon, like a uh, Korean school? Like Korean school, like, but for like studies, like not, oh, I had to go to Korean school, like to learn Korean, but like Hagwon is like academic school. So like I went oh, to Hagwon. Oh, you mean like cram school after? No, never. We never, my parents well, really. that and SAT Hagwon. Mm, no, but there was a group at my church who did like a C2 together and they did it for their mm-hmm. ACT. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I never had to do that. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't like get an amazing score, but like, I also didn't really study. I was like super lazy as a kid, but yeah, I never had to do that. I think my That's parents just now. didn't think it was necessary. Also, we were kind of broke. So I think they just didn't have the money to pay for it. Yeah. My whole strategy for studying for those kind of things was like, go to Barnes and Nobles and steal one of those prep books and then study it for like two days right before the test. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could do that with Amazon, too. Like, just take the book and then... Oh, am I allowed to say that? If Amazon's listening, Jeff Bezos. I, like, used to get, like, prep books, too. Like, I would never write in it, but, like, I'd write on the side and then I would oh, return it. Oh, that's so smart. Oopsies. Yeah. Wait, it wasn't so on my much, account, so... That's way... Okay, mine is definitely morally black, but that's more, like, morally gray. <laughs> yeah, I... Um. Well, my mom was, like... She was very tiger mom, so she like made me read like Shakespeare and do like mm. algebra and like trig when I was in like third grade like she was kind of like that I mean I kind of like view it as a blessing but it's funny because I say how much I hated it growing up but then I know if I had children of my own I'd probably do the same thing maybe not as like harsh or severe but um yeah well I, I guess like that goes into like having like strict parents and stuff like yeah. do you think like your parents were really strict growing up they were strict by like the standards that my friends set and you know as a kid you're always comparing to your friends but i think like Mm -hmm. they weren't as strict as some of my other like first gen kid parents like speaking of the studying thing i remember like in second grade one time i got like a really bad score on a spelling test and then for the rest of the year my mom made me like as soon as i got my spelling list back um Mm -hmm. i would have to like uh spell every word 10 times on a sheet of paper so it'd be like i don't know like 200 words on a sheet of paper front and back and then Mm -hmm. she would like double check it and i mean as a kid i fucking hated that but then now that Mm -hmm. i'm older and even when i was in college i kind of just realized like whether that's who i am naturally or because of the way she raised me like i learned best that way so like in college i kind of just like knew the path like if i ever needed to Mm -hmm. cram for a test or something i just knew i had to like rope memorize the book or whatever the passage rewrite it and then Mm -hmm. like i usually would have it pretty down Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, my parents were strict in the sense where, like, we had rules. Like, um, Anna, who's been on the show, if if people who are, like, you know, listeners, like, regular listeners, like, I really, like, going into this, like, podcast episode, I was like, oh, yeah, like, my parents are so strict. Like, I can't wait to talk about that. But then when I was, like, asking around and hearing, like, my friends, like, and what their parents and, like, their rules that they set, I was like, oh, shit. Like, my parents were, like, chill as fuck. Like... I well like disclaimer like my mom's Korean and my dad's Cambodian I think my dad not being Korean also like kind of gave me that like free pass at not being as strict but my they didn't really give us like rules per se like Anna was saying how she wasn't allowed to wear like skirts or something like if her dad came home before she did she literally like went to the mall one time 
and like had to buy jeans and change into the jeans like before she came home because her dad would see like my pants were not like that I actually wore like I wore whatever I wanted my mom said I was never interested in makeup so I never had restrictions on that um or like there wasn't rules like they're like oh you have to be back by curfew it was more of like tiger mom like you need to do the best in school and be the best of the best and I think that's where the strict aspect comes from Mm. but never like I did not have freedom but I couldn't do sleepovers like I love sleepovers What, what was their reasoning for that I think like they just didn't trust other people if anybody they trust was Anna like I was able to sleep over Anna's house but like nobody else or I did watch this. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh no, I'm just saying. Like, I I hung out with like whoever I wanted. Like my parents. Like now I think about them, like they really were chill. Like some parents didn't even let you hang out with friends. Like I was still able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had a lot of like foppy friends who were more like that mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I I was oh, a lot sorry, of sleepovers. No, um, oh, I was gonna say on the sleepover thing. Um, I saw a TikTok recently from a child psychologist saying that he has five kids and he would actually never let his kids on sleepovers because there are a lot of I think like in his experience he sees a lot of kids experience a lot of trauma at sleepovers mm-hmm. where like it's just a lot of kids on a supervision things happen um, and so he just doesn't want to put his child in like a situation like that so I mean there kind of mm-hmm. is actually some I don't know like basis for what your parents are saying but I, I love sleepovers as a kid they were like cherished memories and my parents are very Aww. liberal about letting me sleep over uh-huh yeah I mean the only biggest thing I could think of growing up is like I had to play piano and violin. Like I don't know. I, if I, you had I to didn't do have that. any. No, my parents didn't. If anything, like I asked oh them for gosh, lessons, and they were like, "No." Yeah, I had to like beg my parents to like not do the lessons anymore, which I like regret now. Like being older, I wish I had that skill. And it's like funny because you like hate everything your parents do for you growing up, and then when you get older, you're just like, I you feel like that's understand where they're coming from. Yeah, I mean, that's just human of us, you know? It's like, even like with mm-hmm. work, even if you do something you love for work, it's like humans don't want to do something that they're told to do or something they have to do, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. we want to do it by choice. So it's like, now that we're older, we have the freedom. It's like, mm-hmm. of course, you might want to play an instrument. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's natural. Yeah, well, I guess like on the topic of music, like what was, like what were um, some of the artists that you listened to? Like I was very much into Disney Channel music, like oh. the High School Musical soundtracks or like Camp Rock. I listened to all the time. I always downloaded music on LimeWire. Do you remember that? Yeah, I love like, LimeWire. Illegally yeah. Download- yeah, I used to do that all the time. And I was like very anal when it came to like illegally downloading music. Oh, wait, am I allowed to say this kind of stuff? Yeah, of course. Well, my FBI agent, I named him Jerry, like, <laughs> on my computer. So, like, Jerry, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Um, but, like, everyone did it. Um, I used to, like, go, like, super hard and, like, find, like, the album covers and, like, paste it on there. I used oh, to me find, too, like, me the too. lyrics, the paste lyrics? it on there. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, the lyrics that I used to paint, uh, do my rating and then, like, change everything to make it, like, super official because it wasn't, like, a real, like, MP3 track. So, I, I was, like, really obsessed with that. Like, yeah, same. Growing up. Yeah, um, but... um. And Justin Bieber, like stuff like that, One Direction. Oh, I loved all those guys too. I think mm-hmm. growing up though, my dad 
I don't know what it is, but he was like so obsessed with being a man and like a manly man. So like I was always mm-hmm. really self-conscious about stuff like that, like with everything, like even when it came down to my music choices, like I actually mm. secretly loved all that Disney Channel music. Like at first mm-hmm. when I would watch my sisters watch Hannah Montana, I'd be like, this is so dumb. But then I would listen to it. And I'm like, ooh, this kind of like this bops. But then like I, would I think be my so- brother was like that. Yeah. But I would be yeah. so embarrassed at school to like say that kind of stuff, you know, so I would shit on it at school. But it's like mm-hmm. that was just some artificial prejudice i was putting on myself and mm-hmm. yeah i actually really loved hannah montana justin bieber um mm-hmm. joe bros i just saw the joe bros live um like a few months ago yeah mm-hmm. in vegas right yeah in vegas uh yeah, it was so, so good lucky yeah it was so good it was like uh the weekend of their parents anniversary or something so it was like a special show mm-hmm. were your parents like really into like old music like my parents loved 80s actually and 70s music too so like i love queen like queen is like one of my favorite mm-hmm. um like i guess artists not bands too but like i love like old like type music like mariah carey like whitney houston are like my favorites i still listen to them now but i think it's like all my parents doing like i don't think many kids our generation like kind of listen to oldies but that's why i love stranger things so much because it's like 80s everything 80s i think um old music is always gonna have uh, a fan base my dad was really into 80s Mm -hmm. music too like he liked journey and michael jackson um bon jovi but my mom was more like Mm -hmm. a late 90s early 2000s r&b person like for her it was like neo usher mariah no way so like when my mom would pick me up from like school we would like bop to Mm -hmm. that stuff and like uh those are like my favorites you know Oh, my mom was a big Madonna girl. I love looking at like old photos. She had the Madonna perm and like those like high socks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, she's like super like Christian now. So she'll like always deny that she was like a big Madonna fan because she's like, oh my God. Is Madonna anti-Christian? Oh, secular. Just, like, oh, I haven't yeah, heard secular. that word in yeah. so long. I know. Oh, I know. my gosh. Um, But, oh, that was, like, something I wanted to bring up with the nostalgia factor. And I think this comes from, like, being, like, a Korean-American growing up. But, like, if I ever fought with my parents, like, uh, or mostly my mom, she would, like, always, like, pack up a bag for me and, like, ship me off to, like, my cousin's house, um, like, my dad's sister's house. And, but always on Sunday, no matter where we were in the fight, if we reconciled or not, always had to wake up 8 a.m., had to go, like, get picked up from church or picked up from my cousin's house in Philly and drive to church in the suburbs. And I was like, that was a big thing for me. Like, my, for me, it was like school, study, church. And that was like my childhood, like in yeah. three words. Dude, church is such a scam. I mean, like <laughs> on the topic of it, <laughs> Does the your whole- family listen to this? Yeah, I mean, only my mom really. Like the whole idea, I thought like- is that like you're supposed to be accepted by Jesus Christ, right? So you don't feel mm-hmm. guilty anymore. He saved you. You're like not supposed to, you're supposed to feel like he has mercy and grace. So it's like the whole idea is like not to feel shame because now yeah. you are, you know, whatever forgiven. But then it's like Sunday morning was literally the most stressful time in the Cho household mm-hmm. because my parents are like, we're going to be late. You have to dress nice. They're so mm-hmm. obsessed and so stressed about keeping up appearances, looking good, looking like a good Christian yeah, family, yeah. following these like fucking unspoken rules. And it's like, um, mm-hmm. what's the whole point of all this? Like there yeah. literally well, is like this literally is like uh, goes opposite to like what we're literally going mm-hmm. to church to learn. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with like saying Korean churches are like very toxic. It was all about like status and whose kid was like doing better. It's always like a struggle oh, between like, oh, sure. like my kid's going to Harvard or Johns Hopkins Penn or something. And then like the other moms, like 
are always showing off like their designer things and i'm just like mm. so my parents actually left the korean church because my mom like could not stand like the double standards and like it's a lot of hypocrisy too um i think it's very like rare these days to find like a genuine like church good-hearted one and my parents actually switched to my parents are still like very christian so like they switched to a white church and they enjoy a lot more because you don't have that like korean standard i guess um so yeah but that's that was a really big part of my childhood i told you i still have like all of my like church shirts like my facebook like twitter inspired jesus shirts that said like who do you follow like first corinthians like something something and it was like a twitter bird i like sometimes still wear those to sleep like i used to wear those to school and literally get bullied by kids and they're like why do you love jesus so much and i'm like um like i didn't even know how to respond so like i look back and i'm like damn kids are really mean like i don't know at the same time, I didn't really understand how much of a bubble I was like in in the church mm-hmm. until I dated my first girlfriend because she told me she didn't think she could ever date like um, a Christian. And I was like, wait, why? It's just like religious differences. You know, she wasn't Christian. And mm-hmm. then she just told me like, yeah, but like Christians are just so hardcore. Like they like really love like Jesus and they're just like so all about it. And I would always feel judged. And I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that that's the outside perception, you know, because it's like in the Mm -hmm. church, everybody loves to like, you know, I think every little culty group always talks about how they're so persecuted. But it's like, Mm -hmm. in reality, most people think like Christians are the judgmental people, you know, like the people Mm -hmm. outside the church. And so it's like, for me to hear that for the first time, I was like, oh, I didn't understand that, like, we're the bad guys. And I didn't understand that we're the ones with the bad rap like mm-hmm. um and that was like my first like wake up experience into like oh this might not be a vibe yeah uh like you know like tying this into the nostalgia factor like because of like the rules and like what was like what you weren't and were allowed to like listen to or watch in church like i went through a phase where i was like super jesus phase and i think i mentioned this in a pod the pod before but i was like obsessed with 50 shades of gray like when i'm telling you like i'm pretty sure like you know like once i like read one of the books in a church parking lot like and i was like am i doing something wrong right now like is this wrong but um like i was like so obsessed with like that kind of stuff like growing up so that like kick-started my um not like BDSM like fetish but I like was really into for the nostalgia part like really into reading like fan fictions like oh, I read 50 like shades. BTS well like 50 shades I think 50 shades was a fan fiction oh right originally like of twilight. twilight yeah right yeah yeah but I used to read like uh one direction fan fiction it was always Harry or Zane um or like BTS fan fictions or like Harry Potter fan fictions <laughs> was like really big for me I don't know if you I think if the girlies are listening, like everyone knows that you had the Wattpad app and you were always reading fan fictions on there. Like, don't even deny Wattpad it. Like, I know some of you guys app, are smiling. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes it was really rare to find like really good books that were made by like self, like self authors. Like they would like post chapters every week of like a real story. There was like mm. some books that I found. I was like, oh, I would totally buy that off the shelf. But mm. um like I was really big on Hermione and like Draco fan fiction. I which is never like, I mean like un- understanding like writing tropes now, like I get it, like the whole enemies to friends to lovers trope. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, come on. In-, in the actual Harry Potter story, it literally made no sense. Like he fucking oh, no, hated no. her. I- yeah, I agree. No, I I'm definitely I'm 
I'm a Hermione and Ron Shipper. I have a couple friends that wanted her with Harry, which like I'm like no. I like that. I I can see it, but like I still think Ron is better. But dude, yeah, in reality, Hermione was way too good for those idiots. Yeah. Like literally, she is point. the reason. Yeah, she's the literally the reason why they were able to beat Voldemort. Like Harry was just there and pointed his wand, but he was so dumb and like literally <laughs> didn't put any effort into anything. He just wanted to play Quidditch, and the fact yeah. that he grew up to become a cop literally made no sense. I mean, I love yeah. those books. Those are like some of my favorite books of all time. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like the writing literally like was not well thought out. And Ron was such an mm-hmm. idiot. He's literally just like the jokester and the butt of every joke. Yeah. Yeah. I think the big reason why I ship them in the fan fiction so much, though, is because Emma Watson had like a huge crush on. Oh, Tom I didn't know about that. Yeah, so I, I was know about that. I was thinking it of it, I guess, like more from like a real life yeah, for standpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, did you read any of that growing up? Um, none of none of the fan fiction. I was not a fan fiction person. Um, oh, yeah. For me, it was all about what's real. You know, what's like, what's canon, what's lore, which right, makes no sense. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, did you watch that uh, Harry Potter reunion? I think I didn't. It's on HBO Max. You should check it out because it gave me like total vibes. That Tom is like, you know, I love you to Emma, and she's kind of like, oh yeah, I, I love you too. And then it kind of gives me vibe. And like he said it platonically, but at the same time, it kind of gave me vibes of like, ooh. He's balding. He's not looking as good. She's way more successful. <laughs> Maybe he's thinking like, I missed this train, you know? I mean, I still think they have this like weird like bond. I, I do think like she still feels some type of way. I'm like, I love how we're talking about these celebrities. Yeah, like, yeah, like, our celebrities. like we know them. <laughs> um, but I just heard like the reunion itself was like really emotional and um I was like, oh my god, I can't. I remember like watching Deathly Hollows, like part one and two in the theater, and same with like the like Twilight breaking down like one and two, and just like hysterically crying, like in the movies. Did you not cry? Why? Like, Wait, when? Because it, it's like the end of an era, and it's just like, especially for me, like Twilight was like my everything. Like I really have like three personalities: like Duncan, Christian Grey from Fifty Shades, and like Edward Cullen. Like that's like my three Who's personality Duncan? traits. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm a duncan like slut like i drink duncan every single day or like sometimes i'll even order like two coffees a day like from duncan <laughs> do you not this is, do, this is okay, news well, you, to me <laughs> well you you're in new york so like, you have like all these like cute little hipster like coffee shops but, i'm like, sure you do up, too um yeah i guess i should support those smaller businesses but yeah i have like everything duncan i have a duncan tumbler that was also nostalgic like growing up always had like a little culotta like growing up like after school um or like i went to starbucks after school i don't know if you ever did that but not really but there was my senior year the second semester i was dating a girl and i we would always ditch gym um to Mm. go get starbucks because i worked at starbucks at the time so i would get a discount and she had a car so we would drive and i just remember gaining like 30 pounds that year like actually that's a mess oh yeah 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 i i don't blame you well actually speaking of school like were you ever that kid that like stayed after school and like hung out with the teachers and like would like sit in like their classroom and just like talk about stuff no was that you oh yeah well some of some of my teachers were like really cool like okay how cool can they be that they're spending their free time with a 15 year old kid okay but like mrs blackledge my zoology teacher was so cool and like so fun and so cool that she can't have friends her own age 
no like you know like teachers have to stay at a certain time and sometimes like or like we had like that cool english teacher miss t right like everyone just like flock in her room after school and just like talk about life and like um well if you're listening and you did that you're an elite person because i think having that like relationship with your teacher is like really um fun and cute and i have a couple of them on my facebook so I have like two of my okay, so my the guy who taught AP Euro back mm-hmm. in high school, he wasn't my teacher, but he was my scholastic bull coach. And he mm-hmm. messaged me on Facebook and I don't have like notifications on, so I just saw, oh, Kevin Palmer messaged me. I'm like, what the fuck? Is this spam? And I looked at it and he's like, he's running for some school board thing and it wanted me to I'm like, bro, don't send me this shit. Like, why are we <laughs> friends on Facebook even? It's so dumb. Um, No, I did spend time with teachers after school just because I was in a lot of clubs. But um, Mm -hmm. whenever I saw the kids who were friends with teachers, like shout out to what was her name? My English teacher, Miss Marsh. A lot of us had Mm -hmm. her. A lot of my siblings had her. Shout out to Miss Marsh. But like there was this one kid in my class, Emily something. Shout out to whoever you are. You know who you are. But like she (laughs) was such a fucking suck up to Miss mm. Marsh and I hated her guts. She was so annoying and she was like the kind of kid who'd be like, oh, um, are we getting homework today? You know, and she was a type of girl who would stay after and hang out with Miss Marsh and I hated mm. people like that. Nahi, I am sorry. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I wasn't a suck up though. I was like, cool on my own i feel i feel like if you say you're cool like it's like showing people you're not cool but i was cool in high school okay i i like definitely did not peak in high school i peaked in college for sure like Mm. i like like grew into my own person and and like had a really good like group of people um uh, but you know like with our personality um episode like i i'm very consistent person like whether it's with personality or like how i go about like friendships and friend groups like i've been the same if just not more energetic throughout the years mm-hmm. i'm sure that's gonna slow down soon because i'm 25 and i'm already feeling it now and i'm like really young still so that's like when i think about um like the whole nostalgia thing it makes me sad because like i saw an article this morning that like zach and cody like dylan and cole sprouse literally turned 30 today 30 or Dude, not today but you know, no this week. no yeah Shout out to Sweet Life, yeah. Zach and Cody. Not on deck. Yeah, I, not on deck. Oh my God. I'm so glad someone said that because everyone's like, I love on deck. And like, don't lie to yourself. Who please. loves like, on deck? I, there's some people, I don't know, some of my friends like it. And I'm just like, you're, and I hated Bailey. I hated her. Oh, I hated Bailey. Like, oh, she was the worst. Oh my God. You know, yeah, she had no, some London like spin off movies and shows and stuff like that too. I hated her. Who, whoever that yeah. actress is, she's so, like, this is going to sound so wrong, but she's so not cute, dude. Like, why well, did she, Disney Channel she's keep just, showing like, weird. her? Like, have you ever seen her um, interviews where she's like, I want to make history? And she's like talking about like her strawberry lipstick and she's like very like quirky girl ask actually i will say i Yo, did watch jesse she was in jesse i hated jesse character of jesse i know i remember that i, I didn't i didn't mind it she was I so annoying to it. me i, yeah, I don't I know if it's like i just didn't name? like her face but i just she was so annoying to me i don't even remember her i don't know her name can we I shout out like all meme, the, can we shout out all like the girls from our past who were like the the quirky manic pixie girl the girls who saw how her in days of summer and were like i want to be like that girl you know and they would yeah. wear fishnets on their forearms and like mm-hmm. um headbands and like the heavy eyeliner and just like i want to go dance in the rain shout out to all those girls yeah i was not 
like that. I I never was like that. I had a couple friends like that, and I remember thinking, "You're so fucking weird." And now looking back, realizing I was right, I just feel so validated. Did you ever have um like people in your school who were like furries? No, but I did. You? I think we had a couple. But honestly, like I really admire like how they owned it and like didn't care if people judge cool. them. For being, I do like, think very, they're kind of having a renaissance nice. right now. Like I think they're a lot more accepted in normal community because of how positive their community is. You know, like yeah. they're a pretty accepting community from what I've heard. Um, yeah. But when I was in high school, I don't think it was as much a thing as probably your it was for you. Like I'm like three, mm-hmm. four years older than you, so yeah. Yeah. We I, did have um, this kid. Uh, his name was Christian Archangel. That's quite the name. Also, if you ever, you know, had a name, but Shout out he, to him. yeah, he would Naruto run the mile in high school. Mm. Yeah, he would literally Good Naruto run the mile. It was, and he would also wear a um, village hidden in the sand um, band thing, but he would tie it around his bag like Gara did. Um, mm. Yeah, he kind of made it really hard to be an anime fan back in the day just because everybody was like, what is up with this kid? Yeah, I actually never was an anime kid. So like when I mean, now recently, like I got into like your typical stuff like Attack on Titan or like Demon Slayer. But when people rewatch like episodes of like Naruto or like you never watch Naruto like. Yeah, or like Avatar. Like I am like, oh, oh, I never watched. Yeah, you that told me that. Up, you never watched Avatar: like The big... Last Airbender. You have to. You have mm-hmm. to. Have to. No. No. You. No. Uh, not here. Ha- I'm serious. You have to. Oh no! You're. Oh, you're telling me to. I thought you meant yeah. like you've had to. But oh no, 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 no I no. want to. Yeah. Seriously, um, Avatar: The Last like, Airbender. It's so. It's. It's easy too. It's like every episode's like 20 minutes. There's only three mm-hmm. seasons. It's so doable. Yeah, like I heard, like that's like the basis of like every like Asian kids like childhood so my mom even liked that show Mm. yeah it's it's amazing it's honestly so amazing like we we rewatched it during the pandemic together as a family we still Mm -hmm. cry at all the same beats it's it's such a good show you have to watch it please and And all my friends are on it like they're they're so obsessed with it shout out to all my i will will. uh, okay 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 okay. and then you'll understand because if you like hermione and draco you're definitely going to be like a zutara shipper and i'm not anti-zutara but um i just know that that's gonna be your vibe oh my gosh wait who are the ships um if you know you know but it's katara and zuko and they are enemies water tribe versus fire tribe i love a good enemies to lover story (laughs) do you have any favorites from when you were a kid (sighs) no not that i can think of more of just like books now like i read a lot as a kid so like now i read books all the time but that's like if there's an enemies to lovers trope on like the back cover, like I'll pick it up immediately. Like I love that. Wait, speaking of like sexy erotica fictional mm-hmm. books, have you read any Sarah J. Mass books? I feel like you no, would totally love it. I have a Sarah J. Mass book downstairs. I just rented it from the library. It's called which Crescent one? Which City. one? Crescent, Crescent City. City. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I read that. Oh, you read those? Yeah, yeah. I read, dude. Oh I read my God, that everything. is a sleigh. That's an actual sleigh. <laughs> no, I heard Sarah J. Moss is like really great with like, I'm trying to get into like the fantasy like genre. So I wanted to read that. And then have you read Jennifer Arm- Armitrout? What books has she written? Um, I would need to hear a title. I don't, I don't, oh, um, it's like From Blood to Ash. Oh, I, those are on my like, I heard, um, Goodreads. I heard Shout that, out to Goodreads. Oh, if you have Goodreads, you have Goodreads, Goodreads if you have and Goodreads, we don't even have each other. Please. 
Oh, you have Goodreads? No way. Add me after this. I've had Goodreads since I was like 2000, like 2013. Like I literally write book reviews. Like I'll write like are we, really are we, funny oh, ones. Me too. Are we? I reviewed Crescent City and I just, and like, I think the title for that was like, it's a sexy fun time. No, mine are like, oh my God, like man, have me blushing doing cartwheels in my kitchen. Like that's like my kind of <laughs> <laughs> reviews. Um, but no, you should read the Jennifer one. Sorry, this is like so off topic guys. Um, but I heard that one is like really like sexy, smutty. Like that kind of smutty. vibe. What I'm is like, what smut mean? Like I have this one girl I follow on Instagram. She's like a friend of mine, but she always says like smut, and she's like a big book, fe- like th- sexy fiction smut, reader. I think it's literally just like tons and tons of sex, like all the time. Oh, yeah, like Fifty Shades of Grey is like really smutty. And the like, thing with Sarah J. Moss's books, though, is like she's really good at building sexual tension. Like I just remember being so horny reading. That's that what book. my friend Rachel yeah. said yesterday. We were talking about it because she just yeah. finished like two of her other series and was like, the tension oh, is the so court of like roses and thorns or whatever. Yes, or yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. she um was like, you literally can't put the book down because you just like want to see what happens because there's literal. But so then it's tension. like she's really good because it's like there's really only like maybe one, if even one, sex scene in her book. But mm-hmm. it's like the whole time because it's like you just want that fucking payoff. And you, every, like every time it gets kind of close and then like something happens so they don't have sex. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that sexual tension is just like she keeps building it. Yeah, that's how I thought about Twilight as a kid, like growing up. Like Oh, you just wanted like- them to fuck? <laughs> um, I mean, if you say like that, but like Eclipse and Breaking <laughs> Dawn, I was just always like god well you know my parents never gave me the talk like growing up like i still honestly probably don't even know how sex works if i'm being honest i like learned from my books like that's how i really learned like what sex was like what a penis and vagina do like i literally got that from like reading 50 shades of gray like i guess um but i remember when i was like really young and i read breaking dawn i was like oh my god they had a baby like they had sex like edward had sex like i remember just like (laughs) freaking out about it and i was like scandalous (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was it was super scandy because i just like never like even like growing up i know this is like really deep but like um like i never you know kids just kind of get introduced like to the internet and they like one day are like super curious and like get into porn and stuff like i never really was like that but my brother was saying like how him and his friends would like watch it together like, in the i don't know like I don't know, like, that's how shame. they like not to king shame I, I just never that's... no i don't think i don't think it was like they're watching it together to like be weird together but like you know boys are kind of just like curious and they just like look up like random stuff or like they see random stuff mm. i mean maybe because i grew up that. so christian i was like always so ashamed of that stuff i would just do it when nobody oh, was yeah. home and like look it up on like youtube like girls underwear on youtube like that was my like i think i've, I've looked that up too like girls like <laughs> you have also yeah, I think just out of curiosity, because like guys in elementary and middle school would talk about it all the time, and I'm what? like, what are they talking about? Yeah, like they would talk about our recess. I guess I don't know. Suburban kids are wild. Mm. Like they really oh. just like yeah. I was a pretty late bloomer. Like I didn't really first. Actually, I don't really know if I want to talk about this on public record. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about it off camera. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, with that, um, let's go to the lightning round um nahi how about i list off some candies that we ate as a child and you tell me if like, oh, you yes. liked it if you didn't like it yeah sorry that this was like all over the place like we were doing nostalgia it totally and then, was yeah yeah sorry this is like our intrusive thoughts episode yeah. honestly yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean the thing is like nostalgia is just such a big topic and we had just like such vibrant childhoods you know we're such like big mm-hmm. personalities and we have 
it's just like we could talk about anything you know we can have like an eight part yeah. series like yeah, three seriously. times with this topic yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and maybe we can make it more concentrated like we could do like a very specific book um one or like uh we should do a book episode that'd be really fun i think that would be fun especially now that i know you mm-hmm. have a goodreads i know i can't believe we're not friends <laughs> okay 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 so um first one nerds rope mm, back then no now yes yes you know they sell it as like just like um little nuggets like nerd rope gu- uh, nuggets it's so good <gasps> oh yeah Ooh, i should get some at cvs after this mm-hmm. um oreo mcflurry i was an m&m mcflurry girl and i still am what wait yeah peanut m&m or love- regular m&m both, but for a McFlurry, regular M&M, but I love M&M's till this day, and I only like the peanut ones, and Hershey's bar, I only like the ones with the almond in it. Like, it's like, remember, like, Hershey's bar yeah, used to have, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, three yeah. almonds? Yeah. Not Almond Joy, but, like, I actually hate um, Hershey's chocolate. It's, like, so sour for me. <gasps> oh, yeah. my God. It's really sour, it. Well, isn't it? I'm near Hershey. I don't oh. think so. I love it. I, I can see what you mean, though. Okay. All right. Starburst or Skittles? skittles Ooh, you know what as a kid sour starburst was my favorite candy when i was like eight. Oh, i didn't even know that existed yeah it's a very niche candy i don't even think they sell it anymore well my friends used to tell me that the shells of the skittles were like the exoskeleton of like beetles and at like three Ew. years of my life i didn't eat skittles because i was so scared until i found out like that was a total lie um but yeah i just like small crunchy things like that's why i think i like m&ms and skittles like i don't like chewy stuff like i don't like caramels or like starburst you have to like chew and chew and i just like don't like that okay um wait so you didn't like caramel no oh you said caramel yeah oh i said caramel oh you say pecans or pecans P depends if if it's just a nut i usually will say pecan but if it's like a pie like a pecan pie i'll say that Oh, I say pecan, pecan. My my grandparents say pecan, and I was like, pardon? <laughs> yeah. Or how about okay. this for you? Like uh-huh. Twix, uh-huh. Twix or um, oh Twix or Snickers. I'm gonna say Twix, but to be honest, I've never been a big chocolate person, especially a milk chocolate person. And I also mm. think American chocolate, like like Hershey's, like I think because Hershey's owns those brands. Like for mm-hmm. some reason, the chocolate they use is sour, so I, I didn't like it. Oh, I, I was yeah. a big Twix person though too. I like um it, Three Musketeers. I like I like nougat. Ew. Yeah, I thought nougat was really tasty. Ew. But I don't like chocolate. The only controversial candy that I liked as a kid was a Heath bar. Did you ever eat Heath? It's like <sighs> I know what that is, but I don't know. Oh, I love toffee. Okay, I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, like I always used to get like Heath milkshakes. It's okay, like wait. Crispy crunch. Back and, to like, the topic. That just reminded me. Did you ever have? Did you ever watch um, uh, Chronicles of Narnia, Wizard, mm-hmm. the Witch, the Wizard, whatever, the wardrobe? And did uh-huh. you ever um, want to have um, what's it called, Turkish Delight? When I was, this is another day for another podcast episode. I was like kid. Oh, are you Turkey. serious? Yeah, we can talk about that. Um, when you had Turkish Delight like or what? Oh my god! Well, when I was kidnapped in Turkey, and then I like got back to safety, like all I could eat at the time was Turkish delights, and I would like have this like pure hatred for not only the country but like the that like delicacy, the dessert itself. Like I will uh-huh. never eat a Turkish delight ever again. Ugh, I've never had one. I've always wanted one. Me and my friend tried making it a couple times, like but it. never worked out. 
Yeah. Okay. No, they're very good though. Especially the like pistachio sticky, right? ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of like duck, like mochi. Oh. Um, but like more sweet. I think mm-hmm. you would like it though. It it kind of resembles um like a Korean like dessert, like rice cake. So I think you would like it. But I mean, shout out yeah, to I got Edward. beef. I got beef so with con- turkey. <laughs> okay, yeah. we'll talk about it next time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I think that's a pod for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Nahi, where can our viewers find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at nahihihi n a h e h e h e. And again, if you have be real, add me on be real. Um, my username is nahizy n a h e e z y like easy. Um, but I love be real. I really want you to get be real. I think like you would have so much fun with the app because it's like all about. Like, the app prompts you to post at a certain time and, like, uh-huh. you have to be real in the moment, even though, like, all day I'm like, oh, my God, to be real go off? Like, I need to be real. But, again, like, uh, honestly, I'm being fake. But, like, I just love seeing everyone's, like, in the moment photo. And I think yours would be really fun and interesting because I feel like you're always doing something. Okay, maybe. Um, we'll start with Goodreads. Uh, okay, and then we yeah, can work our way yeah, up to be yeah. real. Yeah, I like what that. What about better. you? Um, you can find me Where on Instagram um, at anchovies. It's like anchovies just without the A. And on Goodreads, I think I'm just like Nathaniel Cho. I don't actually know. Do you have a username on Goodreads? I don't think so. Mine's just Nahi. But no, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one with that name in the universe. So last oh. name YI. Lit. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a pod. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys.